0: Welcome to the James Mellon Podcast. I am Dr. James Mellon, and I am here to help you live your greatest life ever by living life to the fullest. What you're about to hear is one of my Sunday talks from our celebrations of love. I hope you enjoy it. I want to see how many of you actually remember this. So as a little boy growing up in Philadelphia, Easter night, I don't know if you remember this, but in 1955... I was one year old and it was the first year that Mary Martin appeared on live TV in a live production of Peter Pan. That's what was done on Easter Sunday. And it was done on Easter Sunday every year for years till I was old enough to actually sit there and watch it. And I have to say, You know, just the the idea of little kids all over the country sitting in front of a television and screaming, I believe in fairies. (laughs) That might have been the beginning of my journey. (laughs) But it was perfect. It was perfect. I mean, I remember we would have this big, you know, first of all, we'd go through all of Holy Week, and then we'd have Easter Sunday, and we always went to my grandmother's downtown Philadelphia, so there were tons of kids and all, but as soon as five, what time did that start? It says it right here. 6.30. 6.30. So right when 6.15 arrived, you'd all get in front of the black and white, remember, it was only black and white for a long time, black and white television, and all the kids would sit there, and they would just, couldn't wait to watch Peter Pan, fly. Um, The parents would all leave and just leave the kids in front of their babysitter, Mary Martin. And we'd all sit there and watch it. So how many of you remember that? How many of you sat in front of that TV and watched Peter Pan? What were the rest of you doing? I mean, this was a big thing. (laughs) Ben-Hur. Great. So there's this great question. There's this little dialogue. And Wendy says this. She says, Peter, where do you live? And Peter says, would you believe me if I told you? Suddenly Peter got very deep. (laughs) And Wendy said, I promise. And Peter says, for sure. And Wendy says, for sure. And then, sings, I have a place where dreams are born, which happens to be the title of my talk today, Where Dreams Are Born. The whole premise of Peter Pan is, how much can you believe? How much can you believe things into existence? Well, the answer is, as much as you decide to believe. And where dreams are born? Dreams are born inside each one of our minds as we decide whether or not something is viable. And I think and I fear that we get to certain ages and our viabilities become more limited. And we stop remembering what we remembered when we were children. I have a place where dreams are born and time is never planned. It's not on any chart. You must find it in your heart. Never, never land. I love that Peter just says to Wendy, and and she's trying to get her to leave a closed-in room. And it's interesting. When Peter Pan lands into the darling's bedroom for the children, the nursery, what I noticed, because, of course, I just watched it, what I noticed is when she came in, she lost her shadow because she was looking for it. The doors closed on her. And she was having a crisis. She. <laughs> he, I think that's the first transgender, probably, moment in my history. It's like, you know it's a girl, but she thinks she's a boy, and you're like, have at it. You can be whoever you want to be, right? I mean, why did they cast Mary Martin, which is Maria in Sound of Music, as Peter Pan, and then ask you to go with it? That's not what I was here to talk about. So... <laughs> It's not on any chart. You must find it in your heart, this thing called Never Never Land. And, you know, I always wondered, why is it called Never Never Land? It's kind of negative, but no, it's like the things that are never going to show up here are hatred, aging, crisis. These just are not here. So she comes in and she says, it might be miles beyond the moon or right there where you stand, just keep an open mind. And then suddenly you'll find Never Never Land. So for me in this month of wonder, I'd like to consider today on what I celebrated all my life was Easter. I'd like to consider for all of us that we go back to our little five-year-old selves or four-year-old selves or however old you may have been when you would have watched this. Or whenever in your life you were just this open font of pure possibility. Do you remember that? Can you go back and remember when you were a ch- Are you saying no, Corrine? Well, keep an open mind. <laughs> and then suddenly you'll find Never Never Land. <laughs> so uh, open your minds. <laughs> because I remember me back then. I was... Oh, my God, I was so precocious. I was. I believed everything. I believed that, that the moon would speak to me. I believed that the fairies would fly. I believed Peter would fly. I believed there was some place called Never Never Land. And you know what? There is. There really still is. Because it's in your mind. It's in your heart. And so on this Easter, you know, I, this is what is this my 20th Easter talk. I've given many talks about rolling the stone away, Jesus's journey, so many different... What was the one year I did uh, roll, the, roll the Rock Away, Mary, and I focused my thing on Mary Magdalene because I believed she was probably the only one sober enough to have moved that rock. And I gave a whole talk on that. And so as I was looking at this year with our theme of wonder, I was like, I just want the wonder I had when I was that young and naive. When I believed that everything was possible. When I believed that my dreams were possible, that whatever I wanted to do was a possibility. There were no yeah buts then. There were no naysayers surrounding me telling me you can't do that. And frankly, even if you have them, and most of us become our, our worst naysayers to ourselves, but if you find those, today's an opportunity let's move past those. It might be miles beyond the moon or right there where you stand. Just keep an open mind and suddenly you'll find Never Never Land. You'll have a treasure if you stay there. More precious far than gold. For once you have found your way there, you can never, never grow old. I know you all, none of you want to grow old. Do you? Well, some of you might, I guess. Okay. <laughs> no. We we have so think about how much money is made in the world to keep people young looking. Right? How many of you have spent money on any product to keep yourself young looking? Raise your hands. Yvette, nothing? Wow. You look crazy. <laughs> okay. So Yes, we spend tons of money. I do. I, I, I spend money on Erno Laszlo for my skin, and I will always do that. But, okay. But the truth is, the only way you will never grow old is if you do it with inside of your soul. If you know who you are, remember who you are. Growing old is not about what you look like. You get that, right? I will never, ever grow old because I don't believe in the concept of old, nor did Peter Pan. And other than my therapist from the 1980s that told me I had the Peter Pan syndrome going on, and I thought at at the time it was a lovely compliment, what he was really saying is grow up, but that's him and I don't go to him anymore. (laughs) You can never, ever grow old if you refuse to accept it if you absolutely believe who you are, know who you are, and refuse to believe what the world may be telling you. You're gonna get older, you're gonna, you know, aches and pains, you're gonna, I no longer make noises getting up and down off of a chair. Is anybody joining me on this? Are you all paying attention to that? Because I started hearing it. I'd be like, ah, ah. I'm like, what is the soundtrack of my life? This is not working for me. Well, that's me now refusing. I refuse to get old. And you know what's even funnier about that? I don't make those noises. I don't have a chair to prove it to you. I don't make those noises anymore, but I also don't feel like the noises are necessary anymore because my body seems to be handling it because I've told my body, chill on the noises. (sighs) And that's my home (laughs) where dreams are born. And time is never planned. And my husband will tell you, my time is never planned. (laughs) I like to live from moment to moment to spontaneous moment to moment. I love it. This morning I came in and the three of these brilliant ministers were sitting here and they went, Can we just ask you a question? What are we doing today? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. What do you want? Let's just do it. It was like, You're the Jew. You're going to talk about Passover. You're the Mexican. You're going to talk about Mexican Easter and your God knows what you're going to talk to me about, but it's going to be really soulful. So that's where dreams are born and time is never planned. Just, and this is the big deal. Just think of lovely things and your heart will fly on wings and never, never land. So uh, no. is it possible to spend your entire life thinking of lovely things? I mean, Eric just got up here and told us all what's going on in the world, which we all know. Are we, does this mean ignore all of that and just think of lovely things? No, that's called spiritual bypass. That's when you are bypassing everything going on and pretending something else. No, however, it does mean are you willing to see what's going on in front of you and know the truth, a spiritual truth, a beautiful spiritual truth, a spiritual truth that allows you to know something deep from within your soul. Just think of lovely things and your heart will fly on wings forever and never, never land. Ernest Holmes said this, In this season of Easter and the return of spring, my thoughts... Consider the principles of rebirth and transformation. So when I read this, I was thinking to myself, there's so much talk about transformation and, you know, rebirthing and all of that stuff. But what does it really mean? What does real transformation mean? I think when Tiffany talks about, and she does it so beautifully, she she treated us in at the seder last night and I would imagine everyone was where I was and crying as she did it. It was so beautiful. Because she reminded me that being here at the Global Truth Center, being in this community, the spiritual community, people who are in spiritual community, that there is a way for us, a way back for us, back into the truth of who we are. We don't have to be all the things that we've accomplished and accumulated throughout our lives We can be brand new, born again. And what does that mean, born again, for us, for new thoughters? Well, it means we can actually go back to the wonder of who we are, the wonder of what the world is. See our lives from an enchanted place of pure possibilities. Really be in that place of never, never land. So I'd like to suggest that we take the rest of this month and use our theme of wonder, but reclaim our our inventiveness, our curiosity, our our, our our ability to go out and have fun, and just ri- how many people had fun this week? Okay, the hands are going up slowly. I'm sure you're just starting to remember what you did. <laughs> so, I think we can have fun every day. I think we can make, as Emerson says, make make today the greatest day ever. Every day can be the greatest day ever if we're willing to wake up and decide that's what it's supposed to be. So for me, on this Easter, what's resurrected for me is my understanding. I get to be that little boy sitting in front of that television, watching this amazing story about Captain Hook, Really, Captain Hook, all Captain Hook stands for is those naysayers in your mind. And even Captain Hook has an alligator chasing it with a clock in it that's ticking. Because you know what? Your problems, those negative things in your life, they have a time limit. Because Captain Hook is eventually going to get swallowed by that time. But you're not. Because who are you in this story? You're Tinkerbell in the story? That works. No, you're Peter Pan. You get to be well that 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 youthful, forever excited. So, I want to put you all in front of your little televisions. You knew it was coming, right? Really? So I want you all to just sit there right in front of your television. It's 1955. Mary Martin is showing up on your television screen. You not even you've never heard of Mary Martin. So there she is. There he is, this boy. And he sings Never Never Land. And then he finds, he shows you that Tinkerbell really is real because Tinkerbell's been following him. And while Tinkerbell went into a closet, no, into a into a closet. Yeah, that, that works too. Tinkerbell's coming out of the closet. <laughs> except it was a drawer. Yeah. Um And there it is. And think about it. You really do believe in Tinkerbell. And then Tinkerbell, because people stopped believing. And this is like a metaphor for all your dreams. Tinkerbell is a metaphor for all the things you want to accomplish in your life. All the good that you know. All the love in your heart. But for some reason, people stopped believing in that stuff. They stopped believing in good in love. They started proving other things out in the world, but not to that little five-year-old boy sitting in front of the television, because that mind doesn't contemplate the other side. It just knows the absolute truth called, everybody, love only. So there you are, you're sitting in front of, and Tinkerbell now, because no one's believing in it, I'm getting all emotional about Peter Pan, is 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 it's lights going out. Do you remember this? And the light is just fading and fading. I can feel it in my own heart. That, when that first time I saw that, I was like, no! Probably my cousins were all like asleep by then. But I was like, oh my God, we got to do something. We got to do something. You know what? We're at a point in time where we got to do something to stir this world back up. To get people to start loving one another again. To believing it's possible. I am so tired of people saying to me, you know what, we're way too far into this. It's never going to come back. Yes, it is. Because it never left. Love only never left. I don't care what they're doing in, 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 in Ghana. I don't care what they're doing in Tennessee. I don't care what anybody's doing anywhere. We need to be the wonder of the world saying, yes, yes, everything's possible. It's possible to make love the center of our entire universe. So there you are, you're sitting in front of that television and Tinkerbell's life is just about to go out. And Peter Pan, AKA Mary Martin, looks into the camera and says, only you can help us. You just have to believe that Tinkerbell's heart can come back and the light can come back. So I need you to help me here. Are you willing to help me? Yes. Yes. You too, Craig? Okay, you're in. Good. Okay. So all you have to do is say these words, I do believe in fairies. Let's hear you. I do believe in in fairies. fairies. Okay? So we're going to say it to Tinkerbell to the universal consciousness of this world. (laughs) And let them know, let that energy know that we believe that it can come back to life full throttle, transformed, resurrected into what it always was, love. Yes? Okay. look straight ahead. See it. See your vision of what life is. Okay. And we're going to do it three times. Ready? Here we go. And I do believe in fairies. I do believe in fairies. I do believe in fairies. Did it work? Can you see Tinkerbell behind me? This is what Peter Pan did. Can you see? Is she she flying? There is a little fairy back there, yes. Got it? Where do you see the fairy? Uh Uh-huh. So we're back to me. (laughs) Here I am with this plane, knowing that I can fly. So what I offer to you today is a life filled with wonder. Let's go back to when we were just five years old. I'm a Mary Martin saying, I have a place where dreams are born. Come with me. Visit this absolute place in your heart where everything is possible. That to me, that's the freedom of Passover. And that is the gift and the message of Easter that we can rise above anything by transforming ourselves back to who we always were. Peter Pan. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the James Mellon Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the show. That way, you'll be sure to receive every new episode. And if you want to reach out and talk to me, you can always find me at my website, jamesmellon.org. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.